Hello and welcome to Find Your Fire with John V. Denley. Hello, 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 and welcome to podcast number zero. I was listening to Johnny Wilkinson on TV this morning, talking about his struggles with anxiety, and it really got me thinking. Yesterday, Project 84 kicked off. The reason it's called Project 84 is because of the fact that currently 84 men per week commit suicide. Last week, I found out that two men I know have committed suicide in the last month, without any indication that they were struggling. I've had my own personal struggles over the last 20 years or so, but over the last few months, my mental fitness has got stronger and stronger. And that's because there was a moment on the 1st of August 2017 when I used all the tools that I've learned over the last 20 years to recover from a mental breakdown within about 24 hours. And it was that point that I realized that it was time to focus my life on helping others to find a route away from stress, anxiety, and depression, or as I like to refer to it to as SAD. SAD, stress, anxiety, and depression. Happiness comes when we reduce the gap between where we are and where we believe we should be. Stress, anxiety, and depression all exist in the gap between the two. Depression comes from when we look back at our past and either think that things used to be better in the past or that we regret things that did happen in our past. Stress comes from things that we're experiencing right now, right here, right now, that are causing us pain. And then anxiety is about things that we're worrying about in the future. And that's what Johnny Wilkinson was talking about this morning, worrying about things that might happen in the future, trying to control the games that he was, he was looking forward to at the weekend. Uh, and that's where his anxiety came from. Understanding how our brains work can massively help us bridge the gap without falling in. And that's what these podcasts are all about, is understanding how our brains work so that we can bridge the gap between where we are and where we believe we can be and understanding how our brains affect us to do that. It's been just over two weeks since I recorded episodes one and two, and I've been a bit scared, you could say anxious, about releasing it, because it's not quite as good as I'd like it to be. But these last few days, and in particular listening to Johnny Wilkinson this morning, has made me very much more apparent to me that I need to release this podcast to the world and help more people to understand that we don't need to suffer anymore, and that there is a better way to feel better about our lives. It's much more important to get started than it is to be perfect. This is a theme you'll hear in the first couple of episodes. So forgive me if the sound quality is not perfect in those episodes and the organisation of my thoughts is perhaps not perfect. But I just wanted to take this initial podcast to say that part of the process of creating this podcast is to be as real as possible and talk about life as it is and how it's not always perfect and to make sure that everybody out there understands that that's the case. When you look at other people on Facebook, for example you see their best versions of themselves, the things that they want to post to show the world how their lives are. And almost everybody hides things about their lives, the worst bits of their lives. And we often then end up comparing our lives and all the things that are going on in our lives with those images that other people have posted, that sort of perfect image that somebody else has posted on Facebook about how their lives are really, really good. What we're doing there, of course, is we're forgetting that we are also posting on Facebook, most of the time anyway, the best bits of our lives. Certainly there are bits that we would hide as well about our lives and things that we just don't show because of course we all have big busy lives and when we're posting on Facebook we tend to want to say hey look at this really cool thing that's happening to me rather than hey here's this really horrible thing that's happening to me. Obviously some people do do that as well 
Um, but most of the time we tend, or most people tend to compare their behind the scenes blooper reel with everybody else's highlights reel. And that's a dangerous place to be. I'm going to finish this initial podcast by reading out a couple of posts that I put on Facebook this morning in reply to other people's comments. And then the first podcast you listen to, 001, uh, will be a bit of a ramble about where I was in my life two weeks ago and why I was hesitating to put the podcast live. The second podcast will be a summary of my 15 pillars of everyday happiness, which you can find listed on my website at findyourfire.co.uk. The podcasts after that are not yet planned, obviously, because life is going to happen. But the intention is that they'll always be useful to you in your life to help you live a happier and more fulfilled life. I will be recording at least 15 podcasts where each one will cover one of my 15 pillars. And I'm going to touch on part of the first pillar, self-talk, in these next three posts. So the three posts are about the evolution of our brains over history. I'm going to talk about the four-minute mile and belief. And then I'm going to finish on talking about our inner voice and how that can affect us. So first of all, bear in mind that our brains are wired as hunter-gatherers in caveman times. Humans evolved around three to seven million years ago, but only started building organized societies around 7,000 years ago. And Egypt became a civilization about 5,000 years ago. And yet, it's less than 300 years since the steam engine was invented. And that allowed us to finally move information faster than horses. And it's been less than 50 years since the internet was invented. And Facebook, as of today, is less than 15 years old. Our evolutionary brain cannot possibly keep up with the speed of this technology change. Or at least our brains can't evolve fast enough to keep up with this technology change. But we are now learning through lots of neuroscience about how our brains work and we are helping people to understand that process so that even though our brains can't evolve as fast as the technology is moving forward, we can cope better if we understand how our brains are working. And that's what we're talking about here. So somebody posted on Facebook this morning that if we lower our expectations, then we lower our achievements. I replied by saying that I disagree with this. The comment, of course, was about when we're trying to reduce the gap between where we feel we should be and where we are right now. And obviously, if we bring that gap down too far, sure enough, it does lower our achievements. So it really depends on how low you move that bar and or how high it was to start with. So if you take the four minute mile as an example, for nine years leading up to May 1954, people thought it was impossible to break the four minute mile. And then Sir Roger Bannister proved it was possible. In the next nine years, 41 other different men also broke the four minute mile. Interestingly, no woman has ever even come close. And if you look at the times of the last few years, it would appear that no one is even trying to achieve the impossible, inverted commas. In fact, it's been over 20 years since the most recent world record was set at four minutes and 12 seconds. Is it really impossible? Or is it just that no one has challenged themselves enough to believe that it is possible? This is where we talk about that gap between where we are right now and where we want to be. So obviously we're talking about an elite athlete here and they need somebody needs to say, Right, well, I am here and I can run a, uh, a mile in this time and I want to be able to run a mile in four minutes. How am I going to achieve that? Which is exactly what Roger Bannister did back in 1954. Now, obviously, there might be some physical limitations as to why that isn't the case, but yeah, that's not for me. I'm not an elite athlete. I'm not a, a sports coach, so I, I can't possibly comment on that. 
But setting achievable goals that stretch us but don't break us is the key to success. And that's what's going on here. However, belief that we can achieve goals that are outside of our comfort zone and accepting that we are able to and indeed must change in order to be able to get there is the most critical thing. Once Roger Bannister had broken that four minute mile, he created the belief for others to be able to do so too. And so lowering our expectations is a good thing so long as we're lowering them to a point where we're still stretching ourselves to reach those goals. Once we start thinking about those goals, it's then worth recognizing that we have these voices inside our heads that try to keep us safe. These come from those evolutionary times, but they're not always very helpful as our brains are naturally wired to look for danger and to keep us safe. If, by the way, you don't think you have a little voice while you're listening to this, then that's the little voice inside your head telling you that you don't have a little voice. These voices, of course, are built up from our past experiences and our programming from our parents, our teachers and our peers throughout our lives. They become our beliefs and many of us think that we can't change these beliefs, but we really can if we want to. This acceptance is the first step in being able to move forward from anything in our lives that we are unhappy with. So if you're unhappy in your life at the moment with anything, the first thing you need to accept is that you can change and that that little voice inside your head that's telling you that you can't is just trying to keep you safe. Once you accept that and you believe that you can start to change and that you can create goals just outside of your comfort zone that you believe that you can achieve, that's where that happiness comes from. So you have a gap, a small gap between where you are right now and where you want to be that's going to allow you to achieve goals and get to places where you want to get to. And that's where that happiness comes. Because if you have too big a gap between where you are and where you think you should be, this is coming back to the Facebook thing. If you're seeing other people out there whose lives are perfect and you think they're perfect and you want your life to be like there, and there's too big a gap between where you are and where you think you should be, that's where all that stress, anxiety, and depression lies. Because you'll start looking at, this is where I want my life to be in the future. And there's your anxiety. Um, and I'm worrying about things that might happen in the future. Then you look back at things in the past and you start thinking, oh, life was better then, or I should have done this, or I should have changed this, or I wish I'd done this in the past, or I wish I'd said this. And that's where your depression comes in. And then obviously then you put yourself under immense amount of stress in your current situation because you're trying to achieve stuff in the future. You need to be careful and enjoy the moment. And that's where mindfulness and meditation comes in because you can start enjoying every single moment and gratitude as well. So these are all the first sort of three or four things in my 15 pillars of everyday happiness. So once you understand that inner voice is inside your head and you can get control of that, start being grateful for the world around you. You can be a little bit more mindful about the things that are going on. I'm standing out inside nature at the moment. You can probably hear the birds in the background. Uh, and I'm looking at the trees and just thinking how beautiful it is out here and how lovely and amazing it is that I can record this for you on my phone and then get out to you wherever you are listening to this and hopefully help you to move forward in your life. Thanks very much for listening to my first podcast, my 000 podcast. Um, and I hope you enjoy podcast number one, which as I say is slightly less quality, good quality. Thanks very much indeed for your patience, your understanding and your love. Um, I love you back. Make sure you go out there and smile at the world and enjoy your life. Take care and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. I am, of course, John V. Denley, your mental fitness mentor, helping you find your fire by avoiding the negatives and staying focused on the positives. You can find me as John V. Denley on any social media platform, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube by searching for John V. Denley. That's J-O-H-N-V-D-E-N-L-E-Y. 
Until next time, remember to focus on the positives and keep smiling.